nine times out of ten, if you deliver it in a kind, respectful, appropriate sort of way, You're still gonna respond. I still get defensively. Yes. That is the that's human nature. nature. That's why we say the biggest enemy of marriage is not our spouse it is our survival brain it's that part of our brain that says i don't want to be wrong i don't want to be criticized i don't want to look bad welcome to the secure marriage podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse we're your hosts paul and shannon elmore and on today's episode yelling at your wife and kids is always a bad idea it's a little silly that we have to kind of even say that out loud, but we have to say that out loud. Right. There are some men, we're getting emails, I'm hearing stories. There are some men who still haven't figured out why it is so detrimental. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, You ready? Yep. Here we go, my love. All right. What are we doing for this episode, my love? Do you know? Here's another um, email that someone wrote into okay. us. Okay. Do you want to read it? I can make it bigger. You're going to have to make it a lot bigger. Keep going. We have another email that someone sent out to yeah. sent into us. And it is, this one's kind of painful to hear. It is. It is. You want to read it? Sure. Okay. Um, it starts out with, we love each other and we love our children so much. Unfortunately, my husband belittles and nags me constantly. Now he's starting to treat our children the same way. Sometimes it's more than belittling, sometimes it feels abusive, and sometimes he yells. He rarely thinks he's wrong. He feels it's my fault that he has to say what he says. Is it okay to spend some time apart? I don't want to separate, but I'd like a couple of nights with the kids to myself. I'm a happy person, and I think I'm well-liked. When I come home, I try to be the same person, but after the comments, I start to dim. If it's okay to spend some time apart, how do I bring this up? And then she goes on to give an example of some of the thing, like what kind of things happens. For example, tonight my daughter's basketball game, he asked if she was even trying and told her he didn't want to come watch anymore. I asked him how he expects her to respond to that, and he went off on me saying he was an athlete and I wasn't. He started yelling that I should not be included because of the type of person I am. He says I belittle him by disagreeing with him that he hates when I put my two cents in when I'm wrong. He has so many wonderful qualities that it's really hard to write this. I'm a bit desperate. Yeah, that's a painful one. It really is. As I know that your mama bear juices kind of kick in when you hear kiddos being treated this way. And that's never, never good, never right. Right. Hearing a wife being treated this way. Uh, and this is probably the second or third story I've heard within the last two weeks of fathers not being able to regulate their emotional state and yelling at the kids, taking out their frustration and anger at the children. Right. And it puts a mother or a wife into a really difficult situation. Right. Because I don't think many wives truly want to disagree with or contradict a father when he's trying to correct their, his kiddos. No. But the how. It's the how, exactly. It, <laughs> how that happens. Right. Well, and, and the, how is, the how is kind of hard to even f- find where that line is because I can remember, this just reminds me a little bit of, of when our kids were little and you would get frustrated with them for something that they were doing. And 
And it was okay for you to be frustrated right. with the way you express that yes. frustration. And I would come in and say something and it would make you feel like I was being disagreeable with you or that I was correcting you in front of the kids. It, it didn't feel good for you. So right. from that perspective, there there is some understanding. Yeah. But but when but when your kids aren't doing something wrong and you're coming down hard on them and I want to say something to you. Yeah. Is it okay for me to say something to you? Is right. it okay to to stop that in front of them so that they can see that there's someone who's advocating for them or does that derail your your job as a parent or you as a dad and me as a I mean, it, it's there's a there's some lines that you have to figure out, and it can be very difficult, yeah, and very very frustrating for a wife, and especially if the yeah. husband treats the wife that way as well. So, I kind of have all the perspectives. <laughs> um, where to begin? Oh my goodness, there's a lot here. Um, because she's asking a couple questions. How do I respond to my husband when he is tearing down the kids? Can I separate from him for a couple of days and just get away with the kids? Um, uh, am I allowed to put in my two cents worth right. um, when when we're talking about a topic that he may be well versed in athletics? Right. Um, but is my perspective still valuable? There's, yes. there's several a questions in, in all of this. Um, let's start with a higher view here of kind of what's happening. Um, and this is super important to hear. Um, and again, some people might push back on this. Some people might disagree with me on this and that would be totally cool because then we could have a really fun conversation around it. Yeah. Um, it is my premise. It is my belief that if you choose to get married to another human being, Okay. If you say, I would like to spend the rest of my life being married and in relationship to this woman over here, then I am signing up to make decisions, to make choices, to, to every action I take has to take her feelings into, into consideration, into account yes. for the rest of my life. Right. I do not get to get married and then still act as if I am single and not accountable to another human being. Right. That is ridiculous. Yes. It would be the same thing. I, the example I use is if you decide that you're going to play in a football game, but you will not submit yourself to the referee's calls. Right. I can do whatever the hell I want to do, and you can't tell me I'm wrong. You can't play football. That's not a football game. Right. It's, it's ridiculous to even consider doing that. So if you're going to be married... You have to have the perspective if you want to be happily married. Let's put it that way. Okay. You, a lot of people get married and they never have this perspective right. and they're miserably married. So let's, if you want to be happily, happily married, married, if you want to have a secure marriage, I have to choose to say when I am doing something and I might not be aware of how it's impacting other people, children, friends, neighbors, you know, the dog. If, if I am blind to that, I give you permission for the rest of my life to bring this to my awareness. Right. To say, Paul, you might not know about this. And, and here are some ways you might be able to do this better. Now, how you deliver that correction, sure. that insight um, is going to be really, really important because you can do it in a very uh, attacking Critical, sort of way. way. Yep. Yeah. 
and that's gonna make it really hard for me to hear, or you can do it in a loving, appropriate, kind, respectful sort of way. Here's the problem. Nine times out of 10, if you deliver it in a kind, respectful, appropriate sort of way. You're still going to respond I still get defensively. Yes. That is the, that's human nature. nature. That's why we say the biggest enemy of marriage is not our spouse. It is our survival brain. Right. It's that part of our brain that says, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be criticized. I don't want to look bad. That thing, that selfish, inherently hardwired thing in our brain is the thing that makes marriages the hardest. Right. And this husband is struggling with this concept. He truly believes that he can be married, he can be behaving poorly, and that nobody else can speak into his life. Anybody right. who does that in any anything, marriage or job or any skill that you want to do, if you are unwilling to get feedback and get better at it, you will never get better at it. Right. You just will not. You won't do it. So at the core of this issue is this is this deeper understanding of what you are signing up for in marriage and right. how you choose to submit to each other. I choose as a husband to submit to you every day. And you have to, as a wife, choose to submit to me every day. That is the core agreement of marriage. Right. Would you agree or disagree? Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. How, I think we've probably got a lot of people out there going, uh-uh. That's right. No, thank you. I've sat with people who have said, I'm going to get married, but I still want to, I still want to maintain my independence. Independence, yeah. And I'm going to go, then don't get married. Because you might be able to do that for a month or two, a year or two, but you will never have that emotional intimacy. You will never yes. bond. You will never be able to experience the full beauty and benefits of a truly integrated right. relationship. Right. So um, you cannot be independent and married. So that's the that's the overarching principle that we're going to enter into this conversation. There's another issue that's going on here, and we'll use it in the context of kind of the story of dad going to the basketball game, daughter's not performing well, dad responds with, were you even trying? Why should I even go to your next game if you're going to play so badly? Right. Um, that clearly, 100%, is the signs of a father who is so unbelievably insecure in his own identity. Mm. For him to think that he's a good father or a good athlete, the other people around him have to be at a certain level. They have to be at a certain performance stage for him to feel good about himself. And that is toxic in any, in any relationship because children are never going to be as good as adults. No. They're not yeah. supposed to be. They're still trying to figure out you know, how their brain works and how, how their limbs work. Whether it's very young children or even especially in adolescence, I mean, middle school and high school, your body is flooded with so many awkward um, and new uh, hormones and, and chemicals and feelings and, and stuff. growth spurts. You're luckily just not to fall over walking down the street. It is a, right. it's a mess. Right. But, but there are some men who are so externally validated that they become insecure or compromised when the things around them around themselves are are compromised in some way. Right. That's why a lot of husbands, if their wives start to put on weight, 
they become unbelievably critical because it's like, well, you're not a pretty woman anymore, and that makes me look bad as a husband. Right. The, the people that are related to them or the things that have any connection to them are and that don't do well or do poorly are a reflection yes. of, of themselves. Yes, because they are externally validated, as opposed to someone who is internally validated, which says, I already know that I am a good person. I know that I am strong and confident and I am okay. And when my daughter doesn't perform well in the basketball game, I get to come alongside her and say, that was a hard game, kiddo. I imagine that you weren't feeling really good about that. Right. Tell me what's going on. I can think about you. I can think about what you need in this moment right. rather than what I need right. in this moment. I have the capacity to get out of my own survival brain, to not respond out of my survival brain, and to move into a caring Tinder brain so that you can actually address her survival brain. Right. I care about you even if you're not performing well. Right. You are unconditionally loved and accepted. And even if you're the worst person on the team, even if you don't play in the game and you sit on the bench the entire next game, I will make sure that I am there because I want right. you to know that I'm going to support you at any, any stage, stage of level, your yeah. performance as, as a basketball player because the relationship is more important than the performance yes. as an athlete. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and the hard thing, too, is what that's instilling in his daughter when he does that, even if she played her best yeah. and she felt like she did really good or, you know, maybe missed a basket and was kind of bummed about that. But the rest of the time she felt she did good. And to have a dad say that, yep. that just makes you feel like you will never, ever measure yep. up. Whether you've done your best or whether it wasn't your best game, to have those kind of responses and yeah. and that feeds in that's just going to cause yeah. lasting and not just sports wise but across the board in her life yeah. feelings self-esteem wise yeah yeah here's what's ironic is a lot of husbands a lot of parents a lot of fathers even a lot of coaches i'll argue they believe if i tear down my player if i tear down my son if i tear down my daughter that's going to help them get better. It's going to give them the motivation <clears throat> That's to, right. to work harder and be better. It's and it, absolutely a pile of crap because yes. it does not actually make them learn or get better. All you do is you fire up their survival brain and they move into the, what do I got to do so that I don't lose relationship or I don't look bad? Right. Even if it is, I'm not performing better, but I am moving into a survival strategy right. to keep to keep my ego intact. Right. It, it actually is the most counterproductive method of trying to help someone improve. Right. So in, well, the, in this situation, clearly he's actually doing more damage than he's helping uh, his daughter in this situation. You would think that they would figure that out because when you say, how do you think that's going to help her? What do you, yeah. what do you expect her to respond? Yeah. And then you get really worked up about yeah. that. Yep. It's kind of... Anyway. Yep. Um, one of the next questions in here, uh, a mother is absolutely allowed to put her two cents in and For say sure. how we are talking to our kids needs to be adjusted. How you are yelling at them, the tone you have, you absolutely have permission every single time to step into that conversation. Again, timing, the way you have that conversation, making sure you're doing that in a respectful way, 
but you are allowed to do it in a strong and a confident way as well. Right. You don't have to be this this shy violet who who kind Mousy of meek. yeah apologetically has this conversation. Right. Um, and again, this comes back to our understanding of the core foundation of marriage, which is you have permission to tell me when I am being an ass. You do. I ask you to do that. I can't tell you actually, honey, how many times you have probably kept me from making a fool of myself because you were the one who was kind enough to tell me I'm doing something bad. Mm. Why would I not want that in my life? Right. You have kept me from being so idiotic in public and making myself look 10 times worse. Mm. And I I crave that. And, and, and this husband, father... Um, has that in his life, but he is completely rejecting that. Yeah. That is inappropriate. Um, I'll even make an argument again that there is no issue ever that requires a father to scream, yell, tear down, demean, get in the face of their son or daughter, try to overpower them, right. try to demonstrate um, how how bad they are. There is no time when that is necessary, except for one, except for one. And that is when um, harm or danger is is uh, about to happen. Yeah, imminent. So if someone's doing something and they're about to blow up or something's on fire or they're going to run into the street, absolutely scream, yell, do anything you You need to to get them to change that behavior immediately because there is an immediate threat. There's actually one other one that I would say I I have um, seen appropriate uses of strongly and yellingly getting in someone else's face. Do you know the time? Can you think of it? And I'll give it to you since you can't find it because I know you're not going to find it. (laughs) If one of my boys comes up to you Yes. And calls you some sort of disrespectful name. If if one of my children gets in your face and threatens you physically, emotionally, they will not be allowed to do that in that moment. And I will come out of my chair and I will stand up and I will get between them and they will know where the line is on how they're going to treat my wife, their mother. And we will have a very strong, very intense very pointed, very direct, right. very real come to Jesus conversation. One of my fa- <laughs> one of my favorite videos, if you, you can look it up online, it's so good. It was this son and and oh, and yes. mother plan this ahead of time where videos on the son, he's at the kitchen kitchen counter and mom says something and in the background Asking you see you see dad something. sitting in the in the recliner. And mom asks him to do something and he mouths off to her in the most snarky, disrespectful sort of way. And this father immediately stands up and comes at him. I mean, he's coming for him (laughs) big time. He was not going to see the next morning. And and this son goes, whoa, 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 whoa. it's just a joke, dad, just a joke. And mother goes, Um, it's just a joke, joke. we're just messing with you. And then he says, I'm like, whoa, big guy or something (laughs) like that. Because the son knows There's no way in hell I am allowed to treat my mother that way. My dad's going to kill me. That is, that's beautiful in my art, in my opinion. I would argue that that is an appropriate thing because you are, as a husband, you are showing this son, 
you do not treat my wife, you do not treat your mother, you do not treat women, women. this way. Exactly. Ever. Ever. And so this is that's about safety for me though. That is about physical safety, emotional, emotional safety, safety, psychological right. safety, and that is worth fighting and defending for. Yes. But if someone misses a basket, if someone forgets to pick up their toys, if someone crashes the car, that does not demand yelling. That does not right. demand demeaning. That does not demand tearing a, hu a human being down. Right. It's just a car. It's just a game. It's just homework. It's just a grade. It's none of that matters. And the relationship is so much more important. Maintaining the relationship is absolutely important. Third question. Should they uh, take a couple days off? Um, yes, but. Yes, but. Okay, there's a big old but in there. Um I absolutely think that it's appropriate for a mom to take kids away and have a, a, a couple days away. But she needs to front load it. And she needs to do that when the kids aren't around. Right. She needs to do that one-on-one -on -one in a respectful way. I would even argue that she needs to put it in writing so there isn't any misunderstandings that she can have that edited by someone um, so that she makes sure that she's conveying this in the most respectful, kind, appropriate way. Uh, and that it is in writing so that he can go back to and, and look at again. And in that letter, it says, we're going to be taking a couple of days away here. It's when it's scheduled. You're not showing up and the kids and the wife are gone. And it's like, right. hey, where is everyone? Right. You're not doing it as a surprise. But we're doing this because of this pattern of aggressive, hurtful behavior. And it is starting to be a legitimate problem. And so we're going to get away so that we can kind of just relax and have a good time and and while we're away, um, we would like you to kind of wrestle with this idea of why we're having to get some time away because this pattern is escalating. It's a problem. Um, this is not appropriate. Um, and, and we don't want to have to have time away from you. That's not what a relationship is built on. Right. You shouldn't have to escape the person you're supposed to be most, be most vulnerable and transparent with. You should not have to escape them. Um, but we are having to because this is an issue in your life that is not getting better. And so we are going to get some time away. Um, and then go get that time away. It's absolutely yeah. fine. Absolutely appropriate. Uh, I think that's actually healthy and good. I would also strongly, strongly recommend that while you're away, you're not bad mouthing your husband. Right. You're not absolutely. saying how terrible he is. You're not saying that, you know, he's dangerous and scary and so we have to get some time away from you're trying to be as respectful and appropriate and and honoring of your husband as possible right and but, if, and depending on your kids's age you just yeah. tell them hey we're gonna go have a fun yeah. time dad can't come yep but kids know kids see kids right. are getting treated this way they know right. what's going on they're not dumb right and so it's like yeah dad really struggles with anger how does this affect you guys how, what's going on? I want to make it a safe place where you can we can kind of talk through some of this and kind of debrief it. But we're still going to be respectful and right. honoring of this husband and father in our household. Hopefully, something like that will be strong enough, will be powerful enough where he will go, wow, wow. This, right. is, this is what I need to do. And then hopefully he will... And I, I say this as respectfully as possible. He'll wake up. He'll finally figure out there's deeper issues going on and that he is causing damage to the people that are most precious to him right. and that he will start to do one-on-one -on -one work trying to figure out 
why he does what he does, become more self-aware, figure out what is the energy, figure out where his sense of value and worth is so that he doesn't destroy his daughter's heart. Yeah. He doesn't put his wife into these no-win situations. That would be the most beautiful thing this husband could do. Absolutely. For this relationship. Yeah. You feeling what? <laughs> You're all squishy now. Yeah, because I love you. For? Oh, well, I love you. <laughs> a lot, actually. Believe it or not, this is such a timely episode. Again, I like it when kind of things naturally come together. We didn't plan this. Um, but just before Christmas, I launched a new coaching program for men. Yeah. This isn't for couples. This is for men right. who are actually struggling with these issues. They recognize they have been hurtful. They recognize that they are losing time in the relationship with their kids and their spouse and that they don't know where to turn. They don't know how to change some of these behaviors. Um, this is not therapy. We're not going back and right. um, looking at childhood traumas yeah. and things like that. This is skill building. This is coaching. Um, and it is available for men who are finally serious about making a change in who they are as a man. Mm-hmm. Because, again, they understand that the healthiest men tend to have the healthiest relationships. Yes. They become the best fathers. They become the best leaders. They become the most respected people. Because they are the healthiest person in the room. And I want men to learn how to become that. And so I've put together a coaching package. If you go to securemarriage.com, you click on coaching at the top of the page and you click on Newman as in new man. See how that works? The Newman coaching program. It explains all about it. It explains how it works. It explains how much it costs. It explains the commitment that it is. And it's a commitment. I I have high standards because I only want to work with men who are finely serious about this that really really want if you're still just wishy-washy if you're still kind of just um on the fence if if you're you're gonna half-ass it or you're doing it because your spouse is telling you you need to don't bother Uh, don't it'll be a waste of time and money and energy and you'll be more frustrated this is for men who finally have woken up and said i need to become a better version of myself and we have a tool we have a coaching program and it's already built and um i already am working with some men who are going through this and and they are starting to wake up and become new men again get it new man it's a thing Newman. <laughs> hello, Newman. Thank you. <laughs> it's not I a Seinfeld hello. thing. I forgot the hello. So anyway, um, that is available and we would love to see men take advantage of that. So again, securemarriage.com slash Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N, or go to the coaching at the top of the homepage and click on Newman Coaching. And um, I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Love to find out about the situation you're in and see if this is a good fit for you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. I think that was a good one. I love you so much, darling. I'll see you next time. Well, I'll see see you right after this. Right after this. If you're listening. (laughs) We'll see you next time. And we won't actually see you because it's a podcast. This is kind of breaking down quickly here. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Holy cow. We got to figure out what we're saying, don't we? (laughs) 